Boys and girls all over the world, tune and dial in to the show where the host put what they hate most on a wheel and give a spin. Cause it's movie night and the time is right to kick back and let go. If you're in the mix and you like good flicks, then you came to the wrong show. It's the weekly watch wheel. It's the weekly watch wheel with Matt, Jimmy, and Shanley. Liked that. I like what you did there. Thank you. You're quite the singer. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Love that. You should put me on, dog. You're in the theme song. Yeah, put me on, though. Can you hit us with one of those? Your famous. It's the weekly watch wheel. No. no. You're not a. You're not a dancing monkey, huh? Yeah. Like I don't just perform on call. You know. That's good. I'm here to talk about one thing and one thing only. And that is cryptocurrency period pieces that may or may not involve Nicolas Cage. Mm, me too. Hey, everybody. <laughs> You're listening to the weekly watch wheel where we'll watch a movie. My uh, wait before you go into who you are. Do you know that cryptocurrency is bad for the environment? Yeah, because of all the mining. Yeah. Hmm. These damn miners <laughs> just won't stop using cryptocurrency. They should wait bad. till they're older. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so be careful out there. I've, I've got to say, I love our tag, We'll Watch a Movie. It's, I hate it. It's so much better with the fourth person. When Ariel was here, it was so full and jovial. And now it's like, man, get those folks some friends. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my name yeah, is Matt. Stupid podcast only has three people on it. I know. We need at least nine people. Okay. So we could be the ring rates. Yeah. I'm here with my good friend, Jimmy. Jimmy, how you doing, man? <laughs> Who are you? I already said my name is Matt, but you interrupted me. I so wasn't listening. I know. Well, my name is Matt. What's your name? My name is Jaime. Hmm. Santiago. Hmm. Beautiful. Have you ever been to Santiago, Chile? I've never been to any Chili's. <laughs> More of an Outback Steakhouse boy. You know, you're in an Applebee's man I all the way. I have only been to Applebee's one time, and it was with Shanley, and we got free... Um, Jello shots. Jello shots. You it know, made an impression you know, upon Jello shots? Yeah, that's the international symbol for <laughs> Jello shots. It looks like you're turning up uh, a stereo We volume. turned up all right. I bet you did. Well, I think Shaley was underage, and I we was. did not get carded. Wow. Yeah. You re- you remember when you would have a stupid friend who would try to order drinks at a restaurant, and when they get carded, go, oh, I don't have my ID. Like, okay, well, you're just not an adult, because people bring their IDs. What the hell? I actually, many times as an adult, have ordered drinks and not had an ID. Why not? I'm irresponsible. Shaley's been with me when that's happened. Yeah. It's very I'm trying good. to remember what the circumstances were, but... Uh, we just went out, and I didn't bring my wallet, not anticipating that we were going to end up somewhere with alcohol. Yeah, that's the worst. Dude, so you know what's the worst while we're on this subject? I know we're going to try to stay focused from now on, but <laughs> so this far, is so important. Good. Okay. Um, PSA about drinking? You kind of. The other day, <laughs> we went to Total Wines, which to is Colin. one of the best stores in the world. Yeah. And it's kind of the adult version of Toys R Us. You know the joy of going into Toys R Us when you're like eight years old? They sell adult toys. Kind of, yeah. Jimmy loves his adult toys. 
I do love an adult toy. <laughs> Come on. Um, <laughs> I was going to go into it, but we don't need to go down that road. Your, I, uh, your adult toys were going to go into it? I, I do go into my adult toys. He always know how to top me. <laughs> it's like a game of chicken. It's like chicken innuendos. I feel like I'm pushing the envelope and you just blast it off the table. That's I've been told that many times. Um, <laughs> so anyways, we go into Total Wines and we get some stuff and we're going to check out. And the dude that's ringing us up said... He needed to see all of there our... There was a lead-in. He asked the question first, and then based on our answer said, well, then I need to see all of your IDs. What was it? If we were all paying together, or... I think we had a couple... Oh, there's a couple different things. And so he says, are you guys paying for this all together? And we said, yes. That was it. And then he said, okay, well, then I'm going to need to see all three of your IDs. So I guess, like, he would have seen each of them individually for our own transactions. Okay. But because we were paying together, he has to see... Me, Shanley, and uh, Ariel's identification. No, it was uh, Caitlin. Oh, shit, it was Caitlin. Sorry. So it was, it was the same day sister. that we picked one up and dropped one off, and I couldn't remember what time we went. Yeah. Um, one in, one out. Just like with the toys. So, um, <laughs> anyways, uh, <laughs> I, I was trying to not embarrass Shanley in front of her sister, but everything, you know me, everything in me wanted to be like, no, like... I'm not showing you my fucking ID. The the closest I was able to get without feeling like I was being a total jerk was saying we had Sean with us, my baby, my infant child. And, and Sean had like, his ID. He doesn't have his ID. Is that cool? <laughs> and I was saying it kind of to be funny, but also to prove my point, which is like, you don't need to see all of our IDs because clearly you're still going to sell it to us, even though one of the four of us is under 21. Hmm. So what difference does it make if I didn't have my ID or if I was 18 years old? Like, hmm. you know, what? I can't bring a child with me to go buy alcohol. And that's why we all need to write our Congress people. Mm, con- Congress, Congress people. Yes. Mm. Speaking of. Uh, is like, that not upsetting? No. It doesn't bother you? No. Like, what is this guy's deal? Like, I'm not a kid. Like, you don't, you don't get to do that. A 21-year-old should be able to buy alcohol regardless of if he's hanging like out a with a 20-year-old. What if they have a weird employee policy and, you know, sometimes people come in undercover that are, like, f- for the district of Chitalwan. But I don't think that's illegal. Maybe it's a store policy. It's a stupid policy. Hmm. I hate it. It was very upsetting to me. It feels like a, like a accusation. Maybe. Because it's like... If if a mom was in there with her eight year old daughter and she's buying something, he would not have said, "I can't sell it to you because your daughter's here." So there's like a cutoff where he starts being like, "This is a judgment call that I don't trust you guys, mm-hmm. and I think that you're doing something wrong here." And that's well, where it bothers me. But Caitlin me. looks pretty young. Maybe that's why. I mean, sure, but like like I said, like let's assume she's fourteen. Okay. Why can't we be out with Shanley's younger sister who's fourteen, which she's not? She's in her twenties. But, like, why can't we be there with a 14-year-old and be like, we need to buy wine. We're going to a party. We happen to be out with our younger sister. Sell us the wine. Shut up. Mm. It's stupid. It's very frustrating. I am so surprised that you went down such a complicated thought process immediately while just at the checkout. I mean, I see where you're coming from now that we've talked through it. But that hit you immediately? I mean, yeah. If if it was just me and Shanley there, I would have just, on principle, been like, nah. 
I don't have ID. Well, hmm. maybe it also seems like there's an, it feels like an exaggeration when the, he asks for all three of our IDs. Hmm. But I was the only one purchasing, mm-hmm. so it felt a little weird for him to ask. I guess it was weird because he asked, like, oh, is this all together? But it was like, really, it was only my stuff. I was like, yeah, I'm paying for everything. And like, okay, well, I'll see all of your IDs. Nice. Which maybe is saying a little bit about how much I buy at Total <laughs> Wines. In but. his defense, you did buy 12 different bright colored <laughs> fruity cans of alcoholic cider. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, it did seem like a child's order yeah, yeah. of alcohol. Okay. Well, Ariel was coming into town, and I wanted to be able to have a cider flight or two yeah, whatever. or three. Right. We get it. I'm just saying, I do get where this guy was like, okay, this isn't what adults buy. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't know Ariel. Like, we don't even sell this stuff. This is only to catch teenagers. <laughs> those, those cans are empty. <laughs> it's not a real drink. <laughs> Anyway, it's not just us here, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're here with Shanley. Shanley, how are you today? I'm doing okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. I'm kicking. It's you late, know. huh? It's a little late, but I'm I'm here. We're doing this. Can you uh, make sure, from this angle, Babshon's neck looks a little rough? He's a rough neck? Yeah, he's a rough neck. <laughs> I mean, it's probably fine, but just from where I'm looking, it looks like he's just like all the way over. Like the bent neck lady? Yes. Who's the bent mm-hmm. neck lady? Nell. From, ooh. Uh, it's Nell, right? Yes, it is. House on Haunted Hill? House on Haunted Hill. Such a good show. Season it's one, It's on Netflix. Though. There's only, well, the second season was a different. House on Haunted Hill. Is it not the Haunting of Hill House? The Haunting of Hill House. That's it. That's okay. it. House of Haunted Hill. Such Hills a good what, show. House on Haunted Hill is what we watched. Yes. And the Hollow's Wheel. I knew it sounded right for something. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure did. Um, oh. It's also the girl. I know you didn't watch it with us, but in you, uh, it's Joe's love. wife, Love. I love Love. Um, dude, she's <laughs> the all. best. I am so in love with her. She's a uh, psycho. And I've never watched the show, but I'm also in love with her. She's a great wife, and she's a smoke show, dude. Just gorgeous. Not into dudes, though, so I'll just stick with my wife. What? What? You're not into dudes? She's not into dudes. Oh. <laughs> not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's why I was taken aback. You're taking the back? It's <laughs> <laughs> a great episode so far. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Here at the Weekly Watch Wheel, we spin a wheel with different categories, and on our movie night, we choose a movie according to that wheel. Uh, If you listen to our show, please leave a review on your listening platform, and we will be selecting reviews uh, and reaching out to the authors of those reviews to add categories to our wheel. Last week was my spin, but I had my good friend Ariel spin on my behalf, and she pulled Venn Diagram. Do you hear this fucking guy? What? I had my good friend Ariel Again with this. Again with this on you. (laughs) What? Okay. Stop laying. Look, my best friend Dice is on this wheel and we talk to him and you try to take that. Now Shanley's best friend Ariel is on the podcast. Again, your friend. 
our friend. It's okay. Sure. Shan- I had it's a, our friend. Jimmy That's had fine. Shanley's friend spin <laughs> on some random person's behalf. Yes, that that's much better. <laughs> and uh, Shanley's friend Ariel <laughs> spun Venn diagram, and I was really excited for that because this is the or I wasn't excited for that. Jimmy was excited for that. We were excited oh. about that. Someone was. Someone was. I was excited for period piece. <laughs> you <laughs> were excited we'll, for Venn Diagram. We'll get there. So Venn Diagram now prompts that Ariel had to spend two more times and come up with two categories. And within that overlap between those two categories was our category for this week. She spun cranberry juice, mm-hmm. which is our title for a period piece uh-huh. is is that uncool of us to have chosen it's, that I title think it's super cool of us shanley as our resident lady i mean i, I think it's funny <laughs> what is it your period yeah Depo- uh, the departed yes i, I love that movie <laughs> i feel like when we're coming up with it you're like cranberry juice that's hilarious and i that went completely over my head i was like what i don't get it <laughs> really i think jimmy said I'm naming this one cranberry juice, and I think I interpreted what that was just from you saying it. <laughs> I mean, think... It sounds right. <laughs> so that means that it's got to be a period piece. And then in the very on-brand sort of way, Jimmy's friend Ariel <laughs> uh, landed on Nicolas Cage filmography. There's not been a single person on this podcast who has not spun... <laughs> Nicholas Cage filmography, even oh, when we people have people who've spun. Because my mom's been on it and she didn't. That's spin. true. And Sean, mm, not bad yes. Sean, but mm. Sean he called. also has been on it. Two Sean's, yeah, but I One got cut. me a few on. <laughs> uh, so Nicholas Cage filmography, and it has to be a period piece. So this was equally as challenging as it was extremely easy mm. i didn't want to just google nicholas cage period pieces I, I don't know why i just felt like that maybe something might slip underneath the radar if i did that so i went through his filmography and i was just choosing titles I'm like oh, that sounds like a it's an out of time piece and i would say two out of every three was like, oh yeah, this is a period piece, and this is a period piece, and this is a period piece. Interesting. Wow. I thought you would end up with like, there's only two or three total. <laughs> so we're flipping a coin, and we're choosing that. between those. No, it wasn't. That was not the case. That's there was awesome. even a few of them that I had to bump off the list before we started recording. I had seven nominees, and as we said before, it's late, so I I didn't want to just drag this out. So I had to bump some off. Okay. Because there was quite a few. Did Juji make the cut? No, because so jujitsu, right? Yes, yeah. jujitsu is we not a period it piece. It takes place in the modern day, and he's like, a, like an eternal figure. I don't know if eternal, oh but like he's like immortal. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, Thanks, Matt. Well, no, I mean, but he shows up in the modern day. Yeah. So that one didn't work. Oh, um, Spoilers. Ooh, I was just gonna say. Damn. Something. I'm only a blue belt, so I haven't learned about the Nicolas Cage stuff yet in jujitsu. Right. So you just kind of ruined it for me. I'm but. sorry. There was something I was, well. was going to say, and now I don't, don't have it. I've lost it. In any case, I have organized these nominees, these five nominees that I have, Shanley Method, Ooh. right? 
I've organized these nominees in chronological order. And I don't mean by release date. I mean in their setting chronological order. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the year that it takes place and then proceed with some information. Okay? So join me on a journey through history as told by Nicolas Cage. Starting out 40,000 before the Common Era. The Croods. Shanley? Nicolas Cage's daughter has a thing for a modern Stone Age Ryan Reynolds type. Would you say that's a that's a fair summary of that movie? Yeah. Jimmy, you mentioned this one last time. I felt like obligatorily it had to it had to be on the list because it is the seminal, if you will, mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage period piece. Do you like this movie? I do like this movie. You do? Yeah. Not nearly as much as Shanley does though, right? Uh I don't know. I think I'm close to Shannon. She definitely displays more enthusiasm for this movie. But I don't know if she likes it as much as she gets hyped for it for some reason. I, she doesn't ever bring this up or like want to watch it. It's just like a a thing that I feel like she goes, oh, the cruise. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Shanley. Why are you did, hyped about it, Shanley? I feel like we saw it in theaters, maybe. Did we? I'd believe it, but I... I don't remember when When we did this come it? out? Uh, I don't know. All I know is when it takes place. Let's look. Well, either way, we saw this movie. I I mean, I was just trying to get at... Was this back in, uh, like, Movie Pass time? 2013. Oh, way before Movie Pass. Okay. Yeah, maybe we saw it in theaters. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. We saw this movie. I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't have high hopes for it. I enjoyed it a lot. And I don't know. I think we were talking about how Nicolas Cage's character as a dad reminds me or us of my dad. Mm -hmm. But either way, it's something that was a pleasant surprise. I liked it. And every time we'd see it, like, ooh, kind of like want to see it. I don't think it's ever anything I've actually like just put on. Interesting. But I would describe this movie as a pleasant surprise. I feel like. I share your lack of interest in it. Okay. But watching it, I was like, damn, like this is actually fun and funny and the characters are likable and it's better than it feels like it should be. Okay. Uh, how many times would you say you've seen this movie, Shanley? Um, at least twice, if okay. not three times. Wow. Jimmy, were you present for the same amount of viewings? Part? I'm certain I've never watched this movie without Shanley, so yes. Okay. Interesting. And I've never watched it without him, is what he's saying. Hmm. That's an important that. part of your relationship. I don't know what she does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what would you guess the tomatometer is for this? Ooh, okay. I'm going to say 72. Have you looked this up before? That is spot on. I'm not even going to give you a chance to guess because I'm, I'm fascinating. That is wow. spot on. Wait, wait, wait. Well, can I guess the audience score? Yeah. Since she jumped on that? Yeah. What? Why are you look up? You look I'm like, amazed that Shinley I got has that. like a gleam in her eye that I've never seen. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm feeling... That's insane. Yeah. I would have guessed lower for the tomatometer. Okay. And I would guess higher. I was going to say around that for the audience so i do still think it'll be higher uh, say 80 
close. Seventy-seven. I don't have Shanley's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's, max she's the, bound for, to this movie. The scores. I'm just in tune yep. with this movie. <laughs> gotcha. Well, it's got a runtime of one hour and thirty-eight minutes. I'm going to give you the runtime for all of these because it's definitely going to affect how you feel <laughs> about the movies on this list. But let's let's fast forward in time. Okay, this is travel through history all the way to the year thirty-nine. <laughs> thousand three hundred and or nine hundred and ninety nine before the common area the cruise the common area yeah <laughs> nice areola nice. uh before the common era the crudes new age aka the twoods will you no no have you seen this movie Definitely won't. i have not no you haven't seen the twoods i no, and especially Are you not to that talking title. not at all into the microphone? <laughs> I can hear her. Why does she get so much more wiggle room with her microphone? It's because her microphone <sighs> is actually problematically sensitive, but it works for Shanley's uh, kind of like the way that she functions. Shanley is problematically sensitive, <laughs> and it also works. Yeah, it, that does work. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, have you ever watched this? I have, but I don't want Shanley to know that I've been watching it without <laughs> He's trying her. to get up. Yeah, I'd be so upset. <laughs> no, I've never seen this. Okay, so At this all. is... <laughs> Nick Cage's family has found a rival in another family called the Bettermans. They sound pretentious already. Yeah. I'm feeling yeah. like a Phil Dunphy as the dad. Maybe. I didn't look into the cast of this one. That sounds good. I feel like yeah. that sounds like Yeah, it. I could see that. Tomatometer for this? I'm not going to have you guess for all of them. Tomatometer for this. Wait, wait, can Shanley guess just for this one? Okay. Because I want to know if she can hit it again. No pressure. Just go with your gut. Yeah, 65. No. Yeah. 89. No. Sorry. Damn. 77. 77. This is higher okay. than the first one. Okay. Audience score for this? 95. Get out wow. of here. People are loving the, the twoods. <laughs> Wow. An Amish with a toot. You know, that's unheard of. Runtime for this, one hour and 35 minutes. You save three minutes and you get more out of it. It's incredible. Damn. Um, all the cast returning for this. I would think that Ryan Reynolds and Emma Stone wouldn't make it back, but they're there. Okay. Did, do you think they casted, cast her for this because, like, Stone, like a, the Stone Age? Or do you think it's just because she's a talented actor? <laughs> I like to think it's for her talent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First person who can come up with another actor who should be in this franchise based on their name wins. Dwayne Johnson. Sharon Stone. I don't know which one of you wins. Shanley said Dwayne Johnson, which works. But you should have said The Rock. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's funny. Okay. Um, Sharon Stone. Yeah. Okay. I don't okay, know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You have to give someone else? You seem disappointed. What? You seem like you are you had someone in mind and we didn't... I don't have it. anyone in mind. I, I mm. keep trying to think of someone named Flint. And I can't... <laughs> you keep thinking Flint, Michigan? <laughs> you think Larry Flint. Like, that's not a person. <laughs> Larry Flint is uh, the penthouse guy. Or hustler. Oh, or something like that. is he, Matt? Yeah. Or it might be Flynn. I'm not sure. Do you get that from the adult stores? The toy stores? <laughs> the adult to? stores. The People versus Larry Flynn. Or t- depending on where, where you mm. see it. 
<clears throat> How about uh, Tom Crude's? No? Okay. So let, let's fast forward a little bit more to the year 1100 <laughs> of the common era. What? It's not funny. I'm not going to do it. Just do it. I'm not going to do it. So. It's, it's on brand for us. We're not funny. <laughs> Don Cheezle. It's <laughs> not funny. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. It was really bad. <laughs> That's funny, though. Okay. 1100 of the Common Era. The movie is Outcast. This has been nominated before. Hayden Christensen plays a Scotsman who has to protect a young son of a Chinese emperor from being assassinated by his elder brother. Is Nicolas Cage the young son of the Chinese (laughs) emperor? (laughs) No, but apparently Nick Cage is there some of the time. He's, He's not there often. So we got Hayden Christensen sort of putting on a Scottish accent and Nicolas Cage sometimes putting on a Scottish accent. I want you to try to guess the tomatometer for this. Mm. It's impressive. 12%. Okay. 39. Wow. That would be impressive. Uh, 4% tomatometer. Wow. (laughs) Oh. It takes a little bit of a jump in the audience score. Any Five guesses? percent. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a jump. That's a tippy toe. <laughs> Shanley? 18. 22. So people are loving this movie. Yeah. The critics don't get it. That's amazing. Oh. I mean, everything about this sounds great, right? Yes. <laughs> I brought this up last time. I recommended this, but apparently this movie was mostly boycotted in China because it was, it's got a real white savior sort of dynamic in it. So, you know, maybe some of the reason why it was voted down is because people felt like it was in poor taste. I'm not sure. Uh, but this is one hour and 38 minutes. It's the exact same length as the first Crudes. So we can watch them in tandem. Dude, that'd be sick. <laughs> Crude casts? <laughs> okay. All right. We're, we're, we're trucking along, okay? Okay. We're now in the year 1300 of the Common Era. The movie is Season of the Witch. Have you guys ever heard of this movie? No. Jimmy, have you ever heard of this movie? I don't know anything about it, but I do know the title. Okay. Apparently there's another movie called Season of the Witch. It's like a Cesar Romero movie, made oh. like a classic horror movie. But not this one. This one is a really good one. Nick Cage and his maybe brother Ron Perlman transport an alleged Wait, witch. In real life? <laughs> No, no, they're not brothers in real life. Wouldn't that be a weird thing to find out? That would be a weird thing to find out. I wouldn't believe it even then. Yeah, they're just... What? I don't know what you want me to say. I don't know, I'm just curious what's going on in your brain. I just couldn't process them being brothers. Yeah. It's shattering my world. (laughs) The world couldn't handle that. The universe couldn't handle that. It's too much talent in one family, damn it. They are former, like, crusade fighters, soldiers, and they have been hired as transports to deliver an alleged witch to her trial. And along the way, they fight various ghouls and winged creatures and things. So that exists. I gotta tell you, dude. (laughs) 
I'm right? way right? in. I'm way in on this. This okay. sounds awesome. Right? Yeah. Shanley, thoughts on this? I I don't know. You like Ron Perlman at all? Yeah. He's he's usually. I can't think of a thing Ron Perlman's in that I've seen that I didn't like. You didn't like the feature or didn't like his performance, you mean? Or all of that together? Both. Sons of Anarchy. For... Hellboy. Blade yep. Two. Uh sometimes narrating things in the UFC. Oh. Okay. He does like promo videos, right? Yeah. He like hypes up fights that are gonna happen. I can't picture him hyping anything up. He's a very subdued human. It's he it's like drama. He like he says like, it's really good. I'll show you later. Okay. He's good. Okay. Well, he's apparently good in this. This is kind of like the uh, the transporter, but it's with like demons and ghouls and Nicolas Cage in a wig. Little green ghouls, buddy. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Uh, Tomatometer, Jimmy, you're on board for this. Can you guess? Dude. So the critics, you know how the critics are. They don't understand. Yeah. They don't get art. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say forty percent. Forty percent. Yeah. Okay. Shanley. Fifty-five. Fifty-five. You guys really believe in Nicolas Cage, huh? Yeah, this is eleven. 11? This is eleven percent. Tomatometer. Oh. Damn them! <laughs> Always cutting down the cage, man. And uh, audience score of thirty. No way. So if you can imagine, this is probably a really good movie. Okay, wait. So who is the lead? Uh, it it's kind of like a buddy cop movie, <laughs> but but in in. In 1300. In The Rock, Nicolas Cage is the lead, but I feel like Sean Connery stole the show. Okay. You know? Is, do you think that this is like genuinely like they're both equal in it? Yeah, that's that's interesting. So, I listened to some non-spoiler reviews of this movie, and from those, I gather that Ron Perlman is a little bit more of a prominent character in it. Hmm. However... The billing on this movie is really weird. It says Nick Cage or Nicholas Cage. It's a season of the witch, and then underneath it, it says Ron Perlman. There's no like like starrings or anything. It's like it's if you were to read the title, it would be Nicholas Cage, season of the witch, Ron Perlman. Mm. So I think it. I think that they're supposed to both be front men of the movie, but I think it might pan out that Ron Perlman is leading. Okay. Does that sound good? Yeah. Ron Perlman is transporting a witch, and Nicolas Cage is also there doing Nicolas Cage things. Shanley's not excited. I'm not into this, Thomas. You don't like witches? Um, she loves witches. She doesn't want to see them transported. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, yeah. there are more efficient ways to transport a witch. We're going to be transported by this enthralling story. <laughs> I bet we will. <laughs> well, what about this doesn't sound good to you, Shanley? I, I don't know. I... You mentioned Hellboy. I feel like the that already like kind of fantasy creature okay. adventure type. I didn't care for Hellboy. Really? So having this be even when he was a little similar, baby. He's only he's a little like, baby for like two minutes. Yeah, in the but movie. he's adorable. He climbs up on the little German guy's shoulder and take he a picture. Eats a hundred grand. They're so cute. He got a big hand. Yeah. Let's give him a big hand. <laughs> Fret not. It's it's not really like Hellboy. I would say it's more like Van Helsing 
or like mm-hmm. I Frankenstein uh, or Constantine or League mm-hmm. of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That's kind of what we're going for here. I don't think I enjoyed any of those movies. So. I mean, my, you liked The Witcher, kind of the show. For Witcher or for poor? I think it's starring I mean, Superman. I watched like half of an episode before I lost and you were interest. Like, Ooh, this is great. So, well, did you fall asleep? Maybe, but that didn't. Besides, whether or not I fell asleep, I was not interested. Well, this could be the redemption for the genre for you. Season of Zufich. Uh Runtime for this one? An hour 35. These are all breezy. They all sound breezy. like long movies. But this is uh, this pretty quick. Maybe it's a pretty short journey. Who knows? Just down the street. Moving on to the year... 1931. Mm, okay. What's going on in the world around this time, y'all? Great Depression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Prohibition. Mm-hmm. Now, bear in mind that I think I might have got this year wrong. So let me, <laughs> let me look at this real quick. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Oh, damn it. Did you figure it out? What? What's the damn it for? Matt's killing me with these movies. What? So far, I believe none of these are from the 90s. Yes. Oh, that's what I was going to talk about. Yeah. Okay. I found it. It is in 1931. We're talking okay. 1945. We'll, we'll get there back there in a second. So Jimmy and I were talking about that thus far we've only seen 90s movies and it's been a romp. We've had a great time, right? Yeah. We love the 90s here. We were all born in the 90s except for Jimmy. And we wanted... And Sean. And Dink. The people that matter. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, Sean. Love you, Dink. Jimmy, you really... What the hell? (laughs) Love you, too, Jerry. (laughs) Jeez, dude. Yeah. Ruthless. (laughs) She's taking shots. I think she really doesn't want to watch that season of The Witch movie. Cut me down in my prime. (laughs) So we were talking about, like, who is going to be the one who screws this over? Who's going to break the 90s trend? And I didn't want to. I didn't want to do it. Like, I also didn't want to just choose a movie because it came out in the 90s. he doesn't want to. He's saying he didn't want to. Because I four separate times went through his entire filmography from 1990 to 2000, and there's not a single period piece in there. They all take place in the modern day of, of their release. So the 90s I'm, were so fun. Yeah, they, no one wanted to leave them. <laughs> the greatest place is here. The greatest time is now. That's the way it felt. Um, so I, I am going to have to break that. Damn I'm it. sorry. But imagine we're in 1945. What's going on in the world at this time, y'all? World War II hmm. ended. Is ending. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. Let me tell you about a little ship. Called the USS Indianapolis, yo. Do you know the story of the Indianapolis? Nope. Have you ever seen Jaws? Yes. You remember when Quint is talking about that he was on the Indianapolis and the sharks come, they pull you, some, you hit them, sometimes they go away. That guy is Sometimes they don't face. go away. <laughs> yeah. you, you don't remember? No, that? I don't remember that. Okay, so this is a true story. It's a horrifying the true story. And the hollering and the <laughs> <laughs> A rat's eyes? <laughs> are you doing Charlie or are you doing Quint? I mean, he's doing Quint. I know. But yes, Charlie. <laughs> I oftentimes do Dana Carvey doing Quint. That's funny. 
<laughs> so, so this, this is a terrifying true story. The USS Indianapolis was a Navy ship, and it was transporting the the atomic bomb that was going to be dropped in Hiroshima. And it was a top secret mission, so it wasn't charted. Space. <laughs> it was a secret mission in uncharted space. Uh, but then it took a torpedo, and it started going down. Uh, but n- nobody really knew that the ship was there. And so the men who had survived the torpedo attack were just floating on on life rafts in the middle of the sea. And sharks were coming and just picking off dead and living Navy men. It's a, it's a terrifying true story. And Mario Van Peebles directed a movie about that story. Does that name ring a bell to you guys? Because it should. I'm going to guess. Okay. Did he do Primal? No. It's a good guess. He was the star of Jaws the Revenge. He was Jake. Mr. Wow. Don't Bust My Boongie himself. Mm. He went and he directed a movie about a world-famous historic shark attack. And this movie is starring Nicolas Cage. Now, I, I don't want to joke about the story because it is a true story but I will joke about the movie so Mario Van Peebles aka Jake from Jaws the Revenge hires Nicolas Cage to retell the story of the USS Indianapolis he has Nick Cage captain to deliver the bomb and Mario Van Peebles tells about torpedoes and sharks and there's a little bit about miming pianos it seems horrifying not only because it's a terrifying true story but this seems like one of the worst movies on this list the tomatometer for this is 17%. So it's a little bit higher than some of the other things that we've watched. And the audience score is 55. How do we feel about this? What is it called? It's called USS Indianapolis Men of Courage. Great title. <laughs> yeah, Great title. Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> yeah. You always want to have punctuation in your titles. That's how you make it punchy. Wow. Uh, not interested. I think it concerns me that it has a higher score than some of these other ones, because that makes me think that it's probably middling and and worse. The only movie that I would pick this over on the list so far is the Hayden Christensen one. <laughs> really? You don't want to see that one? I do not want to see that one, because it sounds like it's barely got Nicolas Cage in Yeah, it. I think that's kind of the uh, the impression that I got. Well, the runtime for this is two hours and 18 minutes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh no. So yeah. it's also narrated by Nicolas Cage. He's, uh, I think he's like in a courtroom and he's like reaccounting a story. And so there's a lot of voiceover of Nicolas Cage talking about sharks. Um, wow. Is it weird that that brings me way back in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that is weird, Shan. <laughs> okay. So, um, wow, I just breezed through that. That was that was all five. Can you name the other two just real quick? Yeah, yeah. I want to bring them up as honorable mentions. So this one was a huge lead. The year is 1930. The movie, The Cotton Club. Oh, in. Do you, do you, you know you're familiar with The Cotton Club? No. No, just this title already has me. Nicolas Cage in The Cotton Club. So The Cotton Club is uh, a famous bar where jazz music was prominently headlining. And so 
even at this time the the highest paying patrons were were white professional criminals for the most part but this club was putting on black acts and really marketing jazz music blacks <laughs> sure uh this movie seems great it's got richard gear it's got um diane richard lane Gere. and uh nicholas cage plays a character named vincent who's the brother of richard gear and he's starting to get involved with organized crime uh, it's directed by Francis Ford Coppola. It's got a 77 tomatometer and then a 55 audience score. But it seems like an amazing movie. It's got a... Oh, what's that actor's name? Gerald Hines, I think is the actor's name. He's Josephus from History of the World. Are you looking up the movie? No. Oh, okay. Well, this movie seems incredible. It seems really, really entertaining. A runtime of two hours and seven minutes. But from everything that I see about this movie Nicolas Cage is barely in it and I feel like that's kind of cheating so, do you like Nicolas or not Nicolas Cage sorry do you like Richard Gere because you listed him as like I a care. sales point for this movie oh uh, like, this movie sounds good it's got Richard Gere in it well I know he's a good actor I, I don't hate that dude really I don't know what it is man but his face just bothers me really it makes me angry I can't even think of anything that he's in besides Pretty Woman uh, I think he's in White Noise. Yeah. <laughs> is he in White Noise? Or is that, that is. Mel Gibson? I don't know. He's in things. Pretty Woman. He's in a movie called Unfaithful. He's in Runaway Bride. He's in that with Diane Lane as well. Oh, snap. He's in American Gigolo. Primal Fear. No, you're thinking Rob Schneider. A whole bunch of dumb movies. Okay. Well, this movie seems incredible, but he's barely in it, so I I bumped it off the list. I I, I would have chosen this movie because it seemed like the best one out of all of them. <laughs> this one, this one is incredible. This is this movie take, technically takes place in 1985. It's called Peggy Sue Got Married. Have you ever heard of this movie? Nope. No, I haven't. It's one of those movies that you can't really get the plot from the title. Peggy Sue Got Married. Peggy Sue is married to Nick Cage, uh, but they have a sucky marriage, an unhappy marriage, and they go to their 25-year high school reunion. They were high school sweethearts. And then she faints at the high school reunion, and boom, she wakes up in 1960. And it's about her reliving her high school and falling in love with Nick Cage's character, but with the foresight that he's going to be a horrible husband. And also Jim Carrey is in this movie. It's like a what? romantic drama. What year is this from? I think it's like, it's 1986 was the release date. It's an 86 tomatometer, 55 audience score, one hour, 42 minutes. It just seems like it would not be fun to watch. I it's, don't know. It's a really odd kind of Steel Magnolias sort of like a gushy kind of movie. And I don't think we would enjoy it, but it, it was Are very Nicolas interesting Cage to me. Cage and... Jim Carrey contemporaries? No, well, no. Are Nicolas Cage and Jim Carrey old enough that in 1986 they could play people who would have been in high school in 1960? They are neither old enough to play the old side of it nor young enough to play the young side of yeah, it. Yeah, they, they were have, probably born in like the late 60s. They both have weird makeup. 
uh, when they're older and then weird makeup when they're younger. I think Nicolas Cage is wearing false teeth in this movie. It's really <laughs> strange. It's really strange. Oh, do uh, they play the high school versions too? Yeah. <laughs> I just assumed he didn't play the no. high school. Wow. That's so, hella funny. This movie seems... Bold movie. Yeah. It We're seems very interesting. And teenagers. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. But I don't think we would enjoy it. It's just a weird kind of movie. I feel like this genre of movie is kind of dead. I don't know, man. Like, I know this isn't, we're not going to watch it, but like, I kind of want to watch it. You can this watch one. this on your own time. Shanley, does this one married. sound good to you? No. <laughs> oh, you know what? You lost Shanley at Jim Carrey. Yeah. He's barely in it. He's just, it's uh, it's more so that it's notable that he's in it because he plays a side character I think this is before. before Jim Carrey became Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yeah. We're, th- we're thinking late 80s, early 90s when Jim Carrey really uh, becomes what he's known for. This is 1986. So weird movie, weird title. Is kind this, of... this is before um, In Living Color, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's being all Canadian and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's not. it's not a comedy. So I think the stuff about Jim Carrey that you don't like wouldn't be present in it. But in any case, we're not watching that. I bumped that off the list because it just seemed too weird. Yeah, so out of the movies that I've recommended, which ones do you guys like? The Croods 2. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be fun for us to see a movie we haven't seen. I think it'd be fun for you to jump in on the second one. I've seen the first one. Oh, you have? I, see, I okay. saw it in theater, but I hate it. I thought it. your hate for it was unfounded, but apparently it's not. It's founded, yeah. Okay. Why don't you like it? Uh, the animation was ugly. Um, I thought Nicolas Cage was really bad in it. Uh, I thought Ryan Reynolds was pretty good in it. I liked his little character, um, but I just I thought it was an ugly wow, movie. Little character. Huh? He is a little character in it. Okay, I'm yeah. back in on Crude's one. Then it's time for it to be redeemed. Mm. Which which one do you really hope it's not? I'm gonna be honest. That last one sounds rough. Which one? Peggy Sue got married. That's that's a well, that honorable a, mention. Um, the USS Indianapolis. Men of, of Courage? Courage. Wow. Really? You know what? I don't think Matt's going to pick that one because it's so long. But Matt does love sharks. So sharks are like, like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he said sharks and it's related to Jaws, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> there's, there's a double Jaws mm. tie-in on this. It's a, a, a scene from the first movie and a guy from the fourth one and just sharks in general. Yeah, I, I think it's like. a triple tie. It's a braid. Hmm. So I could see Matt really, really leaning into that one. But yeah. I hope it's a Crudes or a Season of the Witch. And I don't want to watch either of the other two. I was not looking forward to Season of the Witch. And then the rest hearing, of the list happened. <laughs> yeah, that last one happened. And I'm like, yep, that is infinitely more appealing now. I see. So the Crudes, I mean, I love it, but it's something I have seen before. I would be excited to see Croods 2. I'd like to see it, the first one just because that way we can talk it out with Matt about why he doesn't like it. That always that sounds fun to me. Yeah. Hmm. That's Interesting. True. But also it's pretty limited because then the conversation is just going to be, here's why it's good. Here's why it's bad. And especially if Shanley falls asleep, we get another three ninjas situation. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want that to happen. Do not. Uh, can can I really quickly tell you about a movie that I forgot to list in my honorable mentions? Kind of interesting. It's called Birdie. It takes place just after Vietnam. 
and it's starring Nicolas Cage and Matthew Modine. They grew up together, and then they were deployed to Vietnam together, and then they were shipped back together. And Matthew Modine's character is... He's got, like, shell shock, and he's, like, obsessed with birds. And the movie's about him being a little bit out of sorts from his PTSD and trying wanting to become a bird. I was expecting there to be more, and then you just stop talking. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's oh. it. But the thing is, is, like, it's, like, a weird movie, but I think it, it's, like, portrayed very earnestly, and I didn't think it would be something that would be kind to make fun of. Cause I, but okay. if this is not based on anything in, in real life then it's an odd movie and i would love to make fun of it some more if it's a guy who's like t- like really into birds and he wants to be a bird and he's just like i wish i was a bird cuz birds are cool and he makes a wingsuit and kind it. of serious <laughs> i was just going to say if this turns into like a mad scientist kind of thing <laughs> where a guy is obsessively trying to become a bird then then i'm in then i'm like this is a crazy movie this guy's just like determined to turn himself into a bird yeah he makes i do know he makes like a wingsuit out of it's like out of paper and balsa wood and he's like flapping and and there's like this uh famous monologue from the scene nicholas cage is like fully bandaged up on his face and he's holding matthew modine and matthew modine is surrounded by rocks eggs they look like eggs and uh it's it's weird so i i just didn't know enough about the movie to freely make fun of it so i bumped it off of the list but it's very interesting and weird okay um this was hard for me uh do you know what you're picking i do does that make you nervous are you looking up birdie no um, so you say Matthew Modine all the time. It's a thing that you do. You talk about him a lot. I don't know why, but I've, hear, I've heard you bring him up why, a lot. Why, do I mispronounce his name? No, I don't know. But um, I'm always like, Matt always says that. I don't really know who he's talking about. But Full Metal Jacket. Fine. And um, he's the dude, he's Eleven's dad Yep. in mm-hmm. Stranger Things. Yep. The, not like her dad, her like government. Papa. Yeah. The guy yeah, who like okay. is hunting her down. Hmm. And he's he's also in The Dark Knight Rises. He's fully. Mm-hmm. He, I think he's mostly famous for Full Metal Jacket, though. Do you like that movie? Who is he, Joker? Yeah. I do like the first half of that movie. Yeah, yeah. Just the boot camp I stuff. I watch the boot camp and then I forget that the guy kills himself. And then yeah. he does, and I'm like, oh. And then I turn the movie off. <laughs> <laughs> and then you watch Daredevil. It's Vincent D'Offrio. All right. So, had a lot of thoughts, you guys. Was definitely leaning to the U.S., Indianapolis, oh. Men of Courage. It's just too long. Yay. So, we're not going to watch that. But I, I will at some point. I will at some point watch that. Um, we are going to watch. Oh, no. Season of the Witch. Yep, I knew it. You called it? Yeah. I think this is going to be bad, but it's going to be short. <laughs> so, uh, we'll, we can, we'll be able to sit through it and uh, I'm be excited. done quickly. Tomatometer was 4%. <laughs> I think so. Let me go back to that. Uh, no, this is the 11. 11. Oh, okay, good. 4% so is Outcast, but n- I've okay. heard Nicolas Cage has maybe 20 minutes of on-screen time for that, and that movie mm-hmm. is, is an hour and a half long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage, Cage. 
right? <laughs> right? Yep, exactly. Uh, so season we of the are Witch. some Scottish motherfuckers on our planet. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's weird. I do not understand it. <laughs> nice. Stuck the landing. Thank you. Uh, I think this is going to be probably pretty bad, but I, I'm excited for it. Um, and it is it is available on Prime with ads, which I didn't even know they did that. Oh, Prime Video yeah, with ads. They sure do. Uh, but you can also get it with a free subscription of... Uh, oh, you know what? The, the subscription got bumped off. Okay. It seems like it's mostly available for rent. It says free with Prime Video, but I just went into Prime and it looks like it's free with ads. So... We can do that, or you can start a Stars subscription, or Hulu Premium, or Philo, or it's available to rent pretty much anywhere. Uh, but we're going to watch this movie, and we'll probably feel pretty weird afterwards. You guys excited about that? Yeah, I you know, I wasn't into it at first, but now I'm back in. It's something new, it's something different. Yeah, let's see how it goes. You're considering how close we got to watching the USS Indianapolis movie, aren't you? Yeah, and I just really feel like we dodged that bullet, so. Yeah. It's crazy how tired you get. I know. (laughs) So you're a different person right now. I'm very tired. You look very tired. (laughs) Cool. So USS Indian? No, that's not what we're watching. No. <laughs> Would it be messed up if I put that on? Like, huh? This, this is really playing out differently. I thought you were resting with us, and you're changing your mind. No, I really want to. Were you? Was there no. even a chance you were gonna pick either of the crudes? Yeah. Really? Yeah, but I don't know. I just the dynamic felt weird. Because mm-hmm. I feel so strongly about it. I'm too stubborn to feel any differently while watching. I don't think it would make good content. I really got close to watching Outcast, But barely... Ne- the closest thing, though, was the USS Indianapolis. I kept trying to find reasons to watch that movie, but I kept finding the opposite. Uh, some people have said that this is one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> wow. Okay. And not for the so bad it's good stuff. Just uh-huh. this, like people say that Nicolas Cage really phoned it in and it's really long and drawn out and cheesy and I'll just have to watch that on my own time or put it on <laughs> put it on sometime He's when you guys are watch picking. it. I will watch it certainly, but we'll watch Season of the Witch together and see Ron Ooh. Perlman and Nicolas Cage and a witch. I feel like Nicolas Cage should put an H in his name. Nicolas H Cage. He spells it with oh, just, it's a just C? the C. Yeah. Yeah, it should be C H A G E. Yeah, Chage. <laughs> Nicholas Chage. I think. Real quick, I just want to pull up and see who else is in this movie. Oh boy. Well, we're almost done. Okay. Nicholas Cage, Ron Perlman, Claire Foy, Robert Sheehan, Kevin yeah, Reese, Stephen Graham. Oh yeah, that's Klaus. Robert nice. Ben Lackey. Christopher Lee? Okay, okay. Heck yes. Um, Fernanda Darogi. Oh, love him. Yeah. So this is going to be great. Uh, year 2011. That's prime Nicolas Cage time. And it'll be prime time here. So uh, we Christopher hope Christopher Lee sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder he how must much be he's some there. kind of a witch. <laughs> I hope so. I hope he doesn't play like a voice of a CGI character or something like that. That would suck uh, really bad. 
Would and it? I think that it's pretty highly likely. Damn, we'll should see. we just watch the prequel trilogy? Of Season of the Witch? No, of Star Wars. <laughs> I was like, would you know something I don't? Like season before the witch season before the before the season of the witch mm-hmm. rise of the planet of the season of the witch yes. <laughs> <laughs> no we're gonna watch season of the witch and we hope you guys will watch it with us too uh again it's streaming on prime free with ads or you can rent it anywhere where streaming videos are available uh and we will join you here on our post watch where we discuss season of the witch and when shanley realizes that this is her new favorite movie and yeah thanks for joining us catch you next time Woo. bye everyone peace hot dog what an episode i laughed i cried i made a sizable anonymous donation to a nonprofit supporting underprivileged youth it's episodes like this and listeners like you that make this podcast special so if you enjoyed this episode or any of our previous ones please let us know by leaving us a review on apple Podcasts or spotify or wherever you're listening and maybe reach out to us via email at weeklywatchwheel at gmail.com or via instagram at the weekly watch wheel we we hope to hear from you, and we'll see you next time. It's the weekly watch wheel. As a kid, it was very convenient having the three cartoon or like kid shows. Yeah, like Disney right Channel was right around there too. 53, 54, 55. I think it was, yeah, it was 53, 54, 55. And if you're real crazy, uh, 52 was like ABC Family. It was, but there's not a lot on there. Um, and then MTV was 43, and VH1, VH1 was, was 44, and USA was 42. 42. Dang. Spike was 45. It was. Spike was 45. Shanley wow. loves Spike. <laughs> you cannot stop Shanley from watching Spike. I think uh, Court TV was around there as well. My dad, he watched Court TV all the time. And then he'd be like, oh, dang, I've already seen this one. Watch her date is going to turn out to be another woman. Like, no, it's a guy. And he's like, that's the way they make the episode look like she's going to be a woman. But she was a woman. Like, damn it. <laughs> and then your dad would be like, hey, be careful. There's a lot of cops out tonight. <laughs> Why did he always... Did you ever hear him say that? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Sounds like something he would have said when we were going out to drive to Vacaville with your brother. Yeah. <laughs> or on the way to Jack in the Box. That he sent us to? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>